Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. We're continuing our conversation on parenting We've agreed up to this point that the goal of parenting, it is not to make kids simply behave. It's not to raise kids in a way to simply believe in themselves, although those things are good. The ultimate goal of parenting, according to the Bible, is to help our kids to be wise according to the standards of God. Parenting is not just about raising good kids, but it's about raising wise adults who are then able to do the same for their kids in dispensing wisdom. We agree that we do this in an environment of care and delight, uh, but this also creates a context for discipline and correction. Now, I wanted us to double-click today on today's episode on this idea of discipline and, and punishment and have a robust conversation about this because Proverbs is the book on wisdom in the Bible, and the Bible talks about discipline in the context of, of parenting and the relationship between a parent and a child. Here's what it says in Proverbs 29, verse 15. The Word of God reads, A rod of correction, I'm going to say that one more time, A rod of correction imparts wisdom, but a youth left to himself is a disgrace to his mother. Now, this verse right off the bat, it raises um, some eyebrows and raises some questions because of the phrase a rod of correction. It's interesting that this rod of correction here in verse 15, it's it apparently it imparts wisdom, right? Uh, it gives knowledge of how things work so that we can live skillfully, but it's still a rod, a rod. And so right off the bat, I think there are two general schools uh, in our culture and context today, both inside the church and outside the church, that kind of receive that phrase, a rod of correction. On the one hand, you you kind of have the old school, right? You have the old school individuals who are saying, yeah, get me that rod. Use that rod. I mean, I, I can't believe how, how soft our culture has gotten. We're, we're coddling uh, these kids and this next generation. We're raising just a school of narcissists. So, The old school crowd loves this verse, a rod of correction. But then there's the new school crowd uh, who would say, oh my gosh, that's horrible. That's abusive. There's data that shows that, you know, this is harmful for kids. How in the world can the Bible actually use the phrase, a rod of correction? I mean, those ancients, they were so outdated and primitive. What were they thinking? Now, let's just be honest. We don't have time to do a deep dive on understanding the rod uh, in this episode. But what we can know in part for now is that on the one hand, part of this was cultural. The usage of the rod in parenting was cultural. And so just like how we today in our culture, we would want um, greater clarity and understanding before this concept is simply dropped on us. We also, in our culture, we need to understand, understand the heart and the intent and the motive uh, and really the output of that context and, and what this practice would have done before simply dismissing it. So we have to be careful to not simply allow our culture 
um, to stand up on top of every other culture that's ever existed and look down on it. That would be even just intellectually irresponsible. But here's what I think this concept of the rod, this rod of correction is after. Um, it It's after a literal or figurative, in their context it would have been literal, but it's at the very least after a figurative, helpful sting which helps an individual, which helps someone to better understand and assess the actual reality of the situation so that we can stay away from the harmful sting of consequences. So I'll put it this way. It, this, this sting, it, it's this concept of correction. It's after a helpful sting of discipline so that wisdom can help us to stay away from the harmful sting of consequences. I'm just going to say that one more time. Discipline is after the helpful sting of discipline. So this rod of discipline, it's after the helpful sting of discipline so that as we gain wisdom, it helps us to stay away from the harmful sting of consequences, of life's consequences. In other words, it's that when we receive a little bit of helpful sting now, it helps us to realize. It expands our perspective. It widens our perspective and horizon of understanding so that we know how to live more skillfully. We see how the world works so that we avoid the harmful sting of life's consequences later on. Some of these different stings, I mean, in, in our kind of context today, it could be, you know, giving a kid a timeout in, the, in their room, right? Oh my gosh, you're acting wild. Go to your room. You're having 30 minutes of timeout. It could even be having um, a kid stand in the corner, right? Just, you know, you're going to go in the corner and I want you to stand there for three and a half minutes. Or others of us who are a little bit more old school inclined, you might even say, hey, get, here's a book. Here's a big dictionary. I know you, you can do it on dictionary.com, but here's a big dictionary, and I want you to raise it above your head for 100 minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, 10 minutes, which is a long time. But whatever the, the rod may look like, the goal is the same. We're after a helpful sting of discipline so that wisdom, as we gain it, it helps us to stay away from the harmful sting of consequences. Uh, here's an example from my own house. Um, gosh, my third, Aaron, he's just the best. He is the best. He's so sweet, so delightful. And there are also times when he's really, really stubborn. And so one time during dinner, uh, we asked him, hey, you need to sit in your seat and stop. You know, you need to stop wiggling around. He's getting off his seat. He's wandering around. One of the rules in our household is during dinner time, you stay in your seat. You stay in bottom down, bottom down. I mean, I could hear my wife saying right now, bottom down, bottom down. We asked him nicely over and over and over again. He would not listen. And so I picked him up and said, you're getting a little bit of time out. And so I took him to the garage. And for some reason, the gar- he listens to the garage. It's the, I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to, I don't get it. But he listens to the garage. I, I, so I'm, I place him in the garage, and he's there for um, two minutes. He calms down, and I come get him. And, and it, this is to help him, to give him a, a moment to reframe his mind, to widen his perspective. Because even if he doesn't fully get it now, later on, I want him to understand, that, hey, 
the etiquette's important. Etiquette at the dinner table is important. I want him to stay away from the harmful sting of consequences later. You know, as parents, I think when it comes to the rod or this helpful sting of discipline, there's generally two ways that I see our culture approaching it. On the one hand, we, we kind of overuse the rod, right? We're, it, it's, we're too quick to um, this helpful sting, you know, Tim and Kathy Kelly, they put it this way. No one should look to discipline as the essence of child rearing. So in other words, we shouldn't over rely on it, right? Uh, in fact, they go on to say the entirety of the book of Proverbs implicitly condemns the harsh disciplinarian by its entire tone. So while we want some elements of helpful sting, helpful sting, the rot should not be the totality of parenting, Right? So on the one hand, I see that some in our culture, we overuse the rod. But then there are others who, as parents, we underutilize the rod where it, it's, it's all about positivity. It's all about, hey, you can do it. Hey, you can do it. Yeah, that's not what you want. And we try to kind of coax them into behavior modification. So how, do, how then should we make use of this helpful sting? Well, I, I think it all depends. And again, I'm, I'm not a parenting expert. And I want you to know as a listener... Many of you probably have way more parenting experience than I do, and I probably need your wisdom. But here's what, I've, what I kind of see up to this point. I think the helpful sting really depends on two things. One, the child, since every child is different, right? We can agree that for some kids, man, getting that time out in their room is really effective, whereas for others, it's more of standing in a corner. That's more effective, um, different children respond to different helpful things differently. And so it's partially knowing our kid really well and seeing how they are wired and reaching them in a way that communicates to them, that actually speaks to them. So it really depends on, one, the child, since every child is different. But secondly, and I think this might be even a way larger issue, it really depends on the motive and heart of the parent, is do I provide the helpful sting and love with delight and care because I genuinely desire the welfare of my child? Or is it just in my own frustration and impatience because my child is getting in the way of my personal freedom and infringing on my happiness in this moment? I think it really depends. On the child, since every child is different, but on the heart and motive of the parent. And we need God's wisdom. I think so much of parenting is just us begging God, give me the strength, give me the wisdom to parent like you. But, you know, isn't this how God treats? He treats us so well, doesn't he? I mean, you know, he disciplines me differently than the way he disciplines my wife because my wife and I are different people. And could you imagine if God trained us the exact same way? No, he, he treats his kids differently because they are different. But even more so, he disciplines us, not in anger, never in anger, but with love to make us more like Jesus because that's what's best for us. And he, as the Father, is always after what's ultimately best for us. So I hope this encourages you as a Christian to know that your Father loves you this way. And as a parent, may we step forward to love and help our children to grow in wisdom. Let's pray together. God, help us to parent like you. Thank you for being so gracious and so kind to us. We're grateful for you. We're grateful that you're our Heavenly Father. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.